Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, there's something you forgot to do. Hmm, it sure is hot. Are you sweating like a dog? Wait, what? Dogs don't sweat. Oh no, you forgot to get your window tinted. Whether it's the kitchen window that sits in the sun for the hottest part of the day, or you just got new wheels, call Sharp Window Tinting in Burleson. 817-615-9379 or look them up on the web, sharpwindowtint.com. Why have thousands of aspiring authors teamed up with Christian Faith Publishing to publish their book? Because Christian Faith Publishing is an author-friendly publisher who understands that your labor is more than just a book. We provide authors freedom and flexibility throughout the publishing process, professional book editing, award-winning design, and some of the highest royalty structures in the publishing industry. And as always, you will retain 100% of the rights to your book. I was looking to find a company that I could trust, one that assisted in the editing process completely. The most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who is honest and upfront no hidden costs or fees and owning the rights to my own work christian faith publishing will publish market and sell your books in all major bookstores online booksellers as well as specialty christian bookstores call for your free author submission kit 800-978-4812 that's 800-978-4812 That was different. Yeah, I've never heard uh, that song before, but I <laughs> don't mind it. No, it was kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, Brian, how are you, man? It's, we, it's good to be back. We got a new intro song, apparently. Yeah, did y'all did y'all hear that? Yeah. It sounded like the intro to uh, Unsolved Mysteries or a UFO show. or Which... <coughs> That's funny you bring that you say that. Yeah. Why is that? Because I watched a UFO, and that's something a, a UFO show, and I never watch that kind of stuff ever. Oh yeah, and I seen this one called Nope. No new song. It just did something weird. Well, oh. thank you for clearing that up for us, Tiffany. But we did like the song. That yeah, was cool. I mean, play it again. You know, during commercials, during break, if you want to. Yeah, that was really cool. You're listening to Joko Community hey. Radio. That sounds kind of familiar right there. There we go. Yeah, that's our intro song. Our D 
due for replacement intro song. Yes. You know what a good one would be? What? Drinking problem. Yeah. Why? Because it's just a good song. Doesn't have to apply. Are we st- are we trying to stay alive right now, or what? What's the deal? Does it have to apply? No, but staying alive is kind of a cool thing to, to do. <laughs> what if we did, what if we did the theme song for The Exorcist? Tubular bells. No. Too creepy. Yes. And it's like that was the only movie in my life that scared the heck out of me. I had an ex that said the same thing. Uh, Sarah, if you're listening, I'm telling this story. Uh, she went and bought the director's cut of The Exorcist because she figured if she owned it, then it couldn't come after her. She had a young daughter uh, who was about the same age as Reagan when she was afflicted. Mm-hmm. And she, the movie just terrified her that something unearthly could come in and possess her daughter. So I did a little research. I found out the demon's name was actually Pazuzu. Yes. And believe it or not, Pazuzu was charged with protecting young mothers. That was one of the demon's charges, which is weird that he went after Reagan the way he did. Mm -hmm. But I bought a figurine of Pazuzu on Amazon. I was like seven, nine dollars something. But I left it in the grass next to her staircase to her apartment. She never found it. It didn't work, but it was still fun. Mm. One of those long-term pranks where they might find it one day. Oh, yeah. Somebody found it. I guarantee you someone found it. Mm. And then every bump in the night, I promise, was a demon. Yep. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) That was a mean trick. Yeah, but... It had unsuspecting consequences. It definitely got me, that movie. The first... But... I mean, I walked in. I was like five years old the first time I mom told me, go to my room because I don't need to watch this. Right. And I went to my room, and I was reading a book, and I heard this god-awful voice on TV, and I had to go see what it was. You know, that curiosity when you're a child? Yeah. I ran in there, and I seen the face. <coughs> and when I seen the face, I lost my mind. Uh, and it That's was, great. I was probably... I was probably 18 before I could watch it again. Wow. It bothered me that bad. But then when I finally watched it, it wasn't as bad as what I remembered when I was a kid. But we watched this movie the other night, and we couldn't quit watching it. Are you okay there? No, I'm trying to fix my chair. (laughs) Why don't you just swap out chairs? It's going to happen again. You know it will. Well, it was my foot that hit this time. Oh, okay. But, uh... (laughs) Stupid. That's great. But we watched this, and we couldn't quit watching it, and... I kept seeing this advertisement, and it's, it's just called Nope on Amazon. Yeah. I'm Amazon Prime. And it's about a UFO that eats people. So the UFO itself is alive. And you ever notice, okay, this is my take on UFOs. I don't believe in that crap at all. But if they do come to Earth, that means they're a heck of a lot smarter than we are. They've got no. the technology to get here. But how come every single alien movie or UFO movie, they all come here and we defeat them? <laughs> We're smart enough to beat their ass, but they 
they're smarter than we are in technology because they go from their world to ours. Well, who's to say that we're not going to their world and you and I just don't get to know about it? There are supposedly several different bases throughout this country alone where humans and aliens are working together. What do you think? What do you think about that? I'm not saying I agree or disagree with this notion at all. I'm saying it's one of them. Well, there's just there's nothing proving that statement, so I, I have no. Well, nothing that we have access to. I mean that I've seen. So right. I have no opinion at all on the subject. So are you saying that the whole thing is just here we go alien to you? Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> no, you did not. I knew it was coming. It's the same thing with Sasquatch. You know. That's a hairy subject. But then I did ask Jason a question because, you know, he don't believe in it, but he started watching these Sasquatch movies about hunting Sasquatch and yeah. finding Sa- And Number one, this is my question for all you Bigfoot hunters out there. Y'all hear a weird noise in the night, and y'all say, that's a Bigfoot. Well, if you've never seen one, how do you know? How do you know? Yeah. There's no evidence <laughs> of it. Then, nobody's ever seen any weird Bigfoot crap. Scat. <laughs> Scat. Or, you hadn't seen any bones or carcasses, anything like that, but they found weird hair. You're in the woods. You're going to find weird hair. Right. But then Jason did have a point. He said, when have you ever seen mountain lion lion carcasses or a panther carcass or a bobcat? I've never seen a panther carcass. No, me either. But they're everywhere out here. Well, they live their life with a point to not be seen. But yes, I have seen one one time. I have found a Sasquatch in the bathroom sink drain. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you have. I find those in the bathtub all the time. (laughs) Yes. I'm just saying. Oh God! I wish we had a puke sound effect. <laughs> I did. That's the worst, man. When you go when oh. you go to take a shower and you turn the water on full blast and you're getting soaked up and you're just cooking right along and then you notice you're standing in ankle your, deep water. Yeah, your feet. None of it's draining. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's enough to ruin a good shower for yeah. me because I know what I got to do. Mm-hmm. And you're either going to get a coat hanger and bend the tip of it. Or a screwdriver. Yeah. Or you're going to go to Kroger and get one of those barbed plastic things that you just cram down in there and rip it out like a... Yep. Well, I'm not going to say what like, but, you know... Oh, I know. (laughs) Pull start. (laughs) Yes. And then all of a sudden, drains like a dream. Oh, yeah. Like the old... If you remember back in the day when we was kids, they had the ripcord for the the motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's nasty, man. When you pull that thing out of there, my mom was obsessed with those pull, those barb pull things. She wanted me to take the hair off of it. I said, "You take the hair off of it. I'm throwing the thing away. You can get three of them for four ninety nine. You take the hair off of it. I'm not touching it. No, thank you. Anyway, let's get back on topic. You don't believe in aliens. You don't. You don't subscribe to any of that." No. Not at all. Not at all. What do you think about the UFO sightings? They're unexplainable to a degree, of course. But that's that's why they call them unidentified flying but objects. 
what if this is technology that you and I just don't get to know about? That's it, maybe military technology or something, but it's, I haven't seen anything ever to sway me in either direction. So right. Until I see, I'm one of those, I'm kind of like Missouri, show me. Show me state, yeah. yeah. Show well, me. Until I see something and I can actually, there's proof and I can touch it. and Tangible evidence. That's it. Something you can hold in your hand. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. There's, there hasn't been any, you know, and you would think as many sightings as there has been and like the deal in Roswell back in the 20s or 30s, whenever it was. I think that was in the 50s. Well, when I, I just know Roswell. I'm just saying nothing ever kept, everything's been hidden. You know, as soon as something like that happens, the government hides it for some reason. Do you think that the men in black exist? No. Is there a crew of well-dressed gentlemen who go around the country and uh, convince you that what you saw was not what you saw? Probably, because I, I wouldn't remember if they give me the flashy thing or not. Right, the flashy <laughs> thing. I wouldn't remember, because it re- erases your memory. 47. Okay, I was close. Yeah. 40s. We were both kind of close. Yeah, you said 50s, I said 20s or 30s. Yeah. But... There wasn't any tangible evidence. And if there were, the men in black would have just come and taken it from you. And flashy things you. Yeah, and you wouldn't know about it anyway. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, there's no evidence, for, no public evidence. So, I have no opinion either way. Until I sit, you know, it's like... All the other unexplained evidence. Give me an example. Of unexplained evidence? Yeah, an offhand example, like something you wouldn't think I would try to guess. The Mothman prophecies. Mothman. Well, come Mothman. on, that's not unexplained evidence. There's no evidence of it. Exactly. Okay, you're talking about evidence that doesn't exist. Yes. There's no evidence. Okay, you said unexplained evidence. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, any where with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus so i'm thinking something tangible that oh, you can't no, put no, her, no, uh, no no i meant uh witnesses seeing this thing and uh, what okay what do you have to go what do you have pictures do you have uh a, a selfie with this thing right you have multiple eyewitness accounts that can't draw you a picture yeah like the goat man in in Lake Worth. He's real. Well, 
you got so many people say they've seen this thing. Okay, where's the pictures? Yeah, he's real. Where's the pictures? It's at the Goat Band uh, Museum on uh, Shoreline Drive. There's a Goat Man Museum? Sure. Crickets. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just this older gentleman who collected Goat Man evidence. He's got tufts of hair that people brought to him, and he's got pictures of footprints, and he's, you know, a bunch of stuff. It's his house. It's a museum. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I can take pictures of a goat, of goat footprints, too. Well, I mean, hey, I'm just saying, that's where the picture of him is. You did ask. There is a picture of him? Yeah, oh yeah. Actual? Seven feet tall. Yep. Got scales on his chest, like a dragon. (laughs) Claws instead of hooves. Solid white. Mm. And... Rectangular pupils, like a goat. Right. And nobody has seen this thing but just a few people, and he's solid white, and he's got all this, and he's seven foot tall, and okay, he's got all this stuff that you're telling me, but oh, yeah. only a few people have seen him. Oh, there was a whole crowd of people that saw him, including, at the time, the chief of police. I mean, people with a reputation on the line. They're and, not just going to tell a story. And what year was this? I'd have to look it up. Was it around the PCP or the LSD time? <laughs> I don't believe so, no. <laughs> no? Uh-uh. I'm just thinking. Good. The hallucinogenics? No, maybe, maybe around the time of FOP. You know what FOP was? No. It was a hair pomade. Hmm. There were two major competing companies for pomade back in the day. There was Dapper Dan. I remember Dapper Dan. And there was FOP. Yeah, I don't remember FOP, but I remember yeah. Dapper. And then they changed it down to DEP. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to put that stuff in my hair in, in high school. Boy, you could break a brick over my hair. <laughs> How'd you get it out? Had to wash it out. But what did you use <laughs> to wash it out with? Uh, VO5. I used olive oil. Olive oil? To get Vaseline out of my hair. Why were you putting Vaseline in your hair? The greaser look. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kept it up, kept it out of my face. Had a pompadour. Elvis haircut. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so we spent the last, what, 17, 18 minutes talking about everything but tonight's topic, which was supposed to be inflation assistance, how to turn your hobbies into money. But see, that does kind of go along with it. If you can prove that this, if, if you're a photographer, paranormal investigator. Right. You can turn that into money. A ufologist. There you go. You can turn that into money somehow. Yeah. If you can get the right image and hide it from the men in black when they come to flashy thingy you. And then try to leave some sort of reminder for yourself that you have that evidence. You know. That's not at all what I'm talking about, though. Right. Right. But, I mean, it... It could, if it's a hobby, it's something you're interested in, you could possibly make something. Absolutely. I mean, Weekly World News is always paying for outlandish stories. Yes. And they are horrific news. <laughs> Have you ever bought the newspaper just for a laugh? I didn't buy it, but I remember 
I grabbed one one time when I walked into the grocery store because it was always right there at the front. Yeah. And for some reason, I just had this inclination to just go grab one and read it while you're. Yeah. And oh my goodness. <laughs> the Inquirer got pretty bad there for a while, too. I never liked Inquirer. But Weekly World News, that one topped the charts. That one was. <laughs> it was pretty far out. And they hire actual reporters to write stories on this. Yeah. But the men in black call those the hot sheets. That's what they get their biggest tips <laughs> for alien abduction. Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. When I was younger, I remember. Did you just watch men in black for, or something? No. Oh, okay. No. When I was younger, I remember I used to get the Weekly World News sack and save because yes. I loved reading it. <laughs> Maybe some of that is how I get Joko my story. Joko Live Radio Caller. Oh, my goodness. We have a live caller. Joko Live Radio Caller. Let's see who this is. Joko. Joko Community Radio, you are live and on the air. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Who is this? Let me turn my volume off. Okay. It's Brian. Is yeah. That, is that Brian? That's Brian. Mr. Zimmerman. How are you, sir? <laughs> Y'all talking about hobbies and turn, make, turning into a business. Yes, sir. Now, keep in mind, we got a little bit less than seven minutes. Okay, I'll call back. No, no, no. You're good. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> As y'all know, I host car shows and yep. have for years. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it it's a hobby, hosting the car shows. Right. Well, I was buying my awards from another award business doing the car shows. Got tired of that after several years. Started doing my own awards for myself. Word got out to other people that I was doing my own awards and started asking me if I could do theirs. And I was like, hmm. well, I guess so. So I started doing other people's awards. Keep in mind, working a full-time job, driving an 18 wheeler. It got so difficult to do mine and other people's <clears throat> stuff and work a full-time job that I quit my full-time job and the awards business became a full-time job. And here I am 11 years later, still going. That is actually a really cool story. Yeah. That, that gives you a little incentive. Basically it's a, uh, it's, it, <laughs> it's a definition of something I've always wanted to do. Take a hobby, something you enjoy doing. That's never truly work. And apply yourself in such a way that other people want you to do it too. Well, look at what you're doing. I mean, well, I'm saying it's it's liberating. Mm -hmm. It really is because you can hang up the nine to five. Yeah, you can sleep in if you want to if you feel like it. You know, there's no there's no governing governance over your head that says you have to do things by the book. Well, Brian, no, you don't. Well, right. Brian does. He's usually in the shop by 6:30 or 7. Right. Your your governing <clears throat> over your head is your customers. Yeah. Right. Well, it's you and yourself and it's your your discipline to doing what you say you're going to do that hangs over your head. I'm okay with that. But I don't like somebody else having that ability over my head to tell me when I have to do something. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. 
Right. Well, and Brian, he's disciplined. He's usually in in there. I don't know. I can call him at quarter to seven. He's in there, and then about six thirty in the evening, he's still working. Right. And I'm that's important. When you work for yourself, it does have to be twice as hard, mm-hmm. but it's more rewarding, or in your case, awarding. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Crap. Yeah, I'm, I'm still out here working. Even though I got y'all on the screen, I'm still out here working. <laughs> right. Well, wave at him. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, tell us about that truck you're stretching. Oh. He ain't gonna make no money on that one. <laughs> That's all right. It's gonna be a personal vehicle, isn't it? I'm gonna go broke on that one. Is it gonna be worth it? It's a 1949 Ford F1, and I'm stretching the cab six inches, so Fat Boy has room behind the steering wheel. <laughs> And then chopping the top, which that's what we're going to do this weekend, is chop the top on it. Hmm. When you do that, do you have to slouch down? Oh, no. No? Plenty of- no, it sits down far enough he don't have to. Okay, I was curious. I've always wondered about that. No, it's just the getting out of it. <laughs> it's like getting into a vet. Don't bump your head. <laughs> well, these these trucks were built so so tall back in the day because back in the day, Everybody wore cowboy hats. Yeah, everybody had a hat on. Right. And these trucks were built very utilitarian. They weren't built to look pretty. Right. (laughs) Give us a little info on the power plant. What are you running in that thing? (laughs) I've actually ripped the body off of a 2000 Ford Explorer. Body chat, the entire thing. Down to its frame and running gear, and I'm dropping the 49 Ford body on this ch- on the 2000 Explorer chassis. <laughs> so it's got the five liter V8 in it. Old school looks with new school reliability. I like it. Yeah. So this could very the- well be a road tripper if you wanted to. Oh yeah, 100 percent modern running gear. That way, if there's ever an issue wherever I'm at, I can go to any parts store. Quit looking at the clock. I can go to any part store and uh, <laughs> get what I need. I'm just getting ready to hang up. That's all. No, we got. <laughs> no, we got a. That's an incredible idea, Brian. Have you thought about turning that hobby into something that could make you money? No. Why not? It where he wears his butt out. <laughs> I'm not talking about stretching trucks. I'm talking about putting an old school body on. This- a relatively newer chassis and engine, power plant, all that, and this selling it. This is the first it. I've ever done anything like this, and I can honestly say it is kicking my arse. <laughs> I have always wanted to take a beautiful Cadillac body of a hearse and put it on a four-wheel drive suburban chassis <laughs> and have the only off-road casket-carrying hearse on the trails. Well, I think that would be fun. 55 Lincoln. Do what? That I'm picking up a 1955 Lincoln that is a 100% complete car. You're picking it up? Where are your back yep. brace? It, I, I found it in a salvage yard. I made him an offer on it. And he took the offer, so we're getting it. That's awesome. Suicide doors? It's, it's just going to take him. <clears throat> he said it'll probably take him a month to dig it out because it's mm. buried behind about 2,000 other vehicles. Is it a Continental? Yes, big, long photo. 
That's beautiful, man. Well, we got about 25 seconds to go. Feel free to give us a call back when we come back from the commercial break, all right? I'll probably be eating dinner then. All right, well, then don't call us back. <laughs> you don't talk with your mouth full, do you? Uh-uh. All right, Brian, all right. we'll holler at you later, bud. Y'all have fun. All right, bye-bye. All right, folks, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1820. 855-325-1820. That's 855-325-1820. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Giving you the blues? Tired of your old dingy and broken tile? Let my friends at the floor store in Cleburne, Texas, give your home the makeover it deserves. This is old Taco Joe coming to you for the floor store. Whether it's carpet, tile, wood flooring, or real wood laminate, the floor store can cover all of your flooring needs. Located at 405 West Henderson Street in Cleveland, Texas, owner Brent Harris can help. Shower tile, tub surrounds, even backsplashes. Give him a call today at 817-641-9444. The Floor Store, they got you covered. Hey, there's something you forgot to do. Hmm, it sure is hot. Are you sweating like a dog? Wait, what? Dogs don't sweat. Oh no, you forgot to get your window tinted. Whether it's the kitchen window that sits in the sun for the hottest part of the day, or you just got new wheels, call Sharp Window Tinting in Burleson. 817-615-9379 or look them up on the web, sharpwindowtint.com. Joko Community Radio. Listen live at jococommunityradio.com. Joko Community Radio is proud to be the voice of Johnson County, Texas, and is live 24-7 on the TuneIn Radio Network. TuneInJoko.com is a place to find all the ways to listen and watch, and the station app is also available for free on Android and Apple devices. Simply search your store. Check out our lineup and more at jococommunityradio.com. This episode and more brought to you by Patriot Claims, making your insurance work for you. Reach out to your Texas sales rep at 844-839-4245. And be sure to dress your arms and more at thetiffy.com.
See? Hey, Jeff. It changed, didn't it? What did? The commercial again. No, it hasn't changed again. It hadn't? Not since last time. Oh. Not since I put the missing period. <laughs> right. Which is still there on the on the sleeve, not the actual document. Yep. As soon as I did that, they changed it, and it hasn't changed again yet. <laughs> you went and texted her about it. Now she's going to Google everything and have all the answers. No. It's supposed to be a surprise. Like, bring her in here, put her on the spot, ask her a bunch of questions. Well, so, I wanted to kind of give her a heads up. Right. A warning. A warning. Yeah. Not a, not that she's going to sound dumb. No. By no means. Not it's at just, all. It's the age and what did we grew up with versus what they right. know. Like, we can't say anything yet. but And if Megan can't do it, then we'll get somebody that's younger that, and we'll ask them questions about right. stuff we grew up with, about the 90s and the 80s. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, I, Megan is Robbie's daughter, my wife's daughter. and it would just, I th- We think it would be fun just to bring her in here and ask her a bunch of questions about different things in the 90s. That we know about. Yeah. That kids have never been exposed like, to. Like, for example, a rotary phone. Yeah. Or dial-up. No, don't say nothing else. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> <laughs> One of those two things. Yeah. Dial up, or do you know what a rotary phone is, or uh, dial up? Yeah. Don't say anything else. Because <laughs> if they're listening, they'll we'll give it away. But right. And how many people out there know what that's that's listening to our show? If y'all have anything that y'all can add, feel free to put it in the comments or give us a call. Just ask the question, or yeah, give us a call. Or ask the question and see if we get it right. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. A Q&A. There you go. Something in the... Now, now for me, you can do the 70s because I was around in the 70s. I wasn't. So, it's kind of a... (laughs) All right, Jeff. What's a lid? A lid? Yeah. We need that Jeopardy music. A <laughs> lid was where they weed in it. Huh? Weed. What? <laughs> Put weed in it in the lid. No. That's what Dad did. No. A lid was a set amount of a product that you bought from the man down the way. That's what I'm talking about. Weed. It was an amount, though. Oh. It was a. It was a size. Yeah. Dad. Hey man, you got a lid? Yeah, that's what dad Yeah. Did. Yeah. Jeff, you were five years old in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he I'm doesn't saying. know. I was young. <laughs> the only type of lid he knew about was for a sippy cup. Yeah. <laughs> no. My parents dabbled. <laughs> so I knew a bunch of you know, we grew up around that, so it wasn't Right. So it wasn't a big deal. Everybody in the seventies, it was well, within reason. It not five year olds, hopefully. No, no. I mean, we wasn't smoking or doing this stuff. It was just, it was a, it wasn't a big deal because it was done around us. Yeah. At the time, shoot, even the cops are doing it. Yeah. Hell, everybody was smoking weed. And back then, if you remember, you could smoke cigarettes in the hospital. Yeah. On an airplane. On an airplane in the airport. In the airport, and there were ashtrays in the car. Yeah. 
Ashtrays were built into cars back then, like in the and door in handle. the back seat. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid. My, in the armrest of the airplane. We were driving my grandmother's station wagon, and my grandmother smoked uh, Virginia Slims. It's not what I usually call them, but. No, me either. <laughs> um, and she only smoked about a half of it. She'd leave a half a cigarette, and she'd stuff it out in the ashtray. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing what looked to be a thousand cigarette butts billowing from the ashtray. Yeah. I remember we were getting gas at the QT, and my mom... They had a QT back then? It, well, it was Quick Trip. <laughs> it was not a brand name yet. It was oh, just okay. the name of this little place on the corner. <clears throat> but I remember my mom dislodging the ashtray from its little prongs, and she handed it to me and said, Will you dump this, please? And I said, Sure. I took the ashtray from her. I didn't even take off my seatbelt. Opened the door. Dumped it out on the ground. Dumped it out on the ground. Handed it back. She lost it. I thought that's what she meant. She said, here, dump this. She didn't say, which was... In the trash can. Yeah. Get out of the car. Take this ashtray over to the trash can and dump it in the trash bag. Mm -hmm. That's not what I got from what she said. Here, dump this. Mm -hmm. All right. Right. But, yeah, they don't make ashtrays in cars anymore, and they're not called cigarette lighters either. They're called... 12-volt power points. Power points, yeah. That's why cars smell like an ashtray. That's yes. right. And nothing destroys the value of a car more than smoking in it. Well, wrecking it has a pretty serious effect. No, I'm talking about resale. Yeah, you can't sell a wrecked vehicle. No. Lid equals hat. Yeah, you're that now. <laughs> <laughs> but I never could understand somebody get a brand spanking new car right off and the lot. Of very in. first thing they do is light a cigarette in. Oh, you just destroyed this car. <clears throat> I've got a friend who says that uh, cars with a tan interior do not retain their resale value. Is that true in your opinion? I've never heard that before. No. I happen to like the way a tan interior looks. Yeah, me too, on some of them. Yeah. I don't mean, I haven't, no. All right, so what's our what was our topic? Hobbies and money. Hobbies and money. I mean, you're you're doing it. I'm getting burned out on it. <laughs> I want to find somebody else to do it for me. I want to go do something else. <laughs> Good, you got to stick with some or somebody got to stick with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it sucks, but you know. But I'm saying when you now when you dive rec- rec- recreationally, it's almost like it's a it's a job. I don't get to get in the water unless I'm being paid for it because mm-hmm. there's nothing around here I want to do. I know it. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's definitely my life's porpoise. Uh, diving is, is, you know, I'm jealous of myself. Mm. What? Jealous of yourself. Yeah. Because I get to do what I've always wanted to do. But that being said, it's getting old to a degree. Cold yeah. water sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, during the wintertime, I'm doing good just to keep my head below water. Mm-hmm. I know it. And with me, I've been doing it so long that just the mention of cold water water makes my back hurt. Oh, yeah? Because, you know, you tense up so hard. Well, you got to get yeah. used to it. Mm-mm. I don't have to. Dry suit, man. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's the way to go. Yeah, but I'm saying, I just, no, it's not. Not for you at all. No. Anything below 
75, I'm not getting any. But why? Because there's no point. I'm almost 50 years old now. and then No interest whatsoever. Not anyway. one little bit of interest. Not that makes sense. <clears throat> I don't like now it, but have, I'll do it. Now we have... That's why I bought that little camera system. Yeah. So I you wouldn't see, have to. That, so I can see what's under there and not have to go down there and look. Because <clears throat> if I... But it, what if you find what you're looking for and you need it back? Then I'm sure it'll still be there when I need it back. <laughs> when the water's warm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> or I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. That's right. You do. <clears throat> that's funny. That can go get it. That's right. Now, if it's treasure diving, a little different because the water's between 70 and 78 degrees. You know, we're down there working. We're not paying attention to the wildlife or the or the cold or anything like that. Now, yeah, when you first jump in, it's a little... But look how humid and hot it is when you're out of the water. Yeah. So when you jump in that water, you're like, oh, this is so refreshing. Yeah. And then... And the funny thing about it is, after a little while, you forget it's cold. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens in the wintertime. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's because that's a hypothermia. That's what you're forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you're wearing thermals. It's still. And one little hole in that wetsuit ruins your dry whole suit. day. I mean, in that dry suit ruins your whole day. Well, you have to take care of it. Yeah, but I'm saying one little hole and it ruins your whole day. Whew, that's cold. You know, that dry suit that I've got, I paid 400 for it. The next summer I had to put a $400 zipper on it. <laughs> the next summer, I was out three and change mm-hmm. for new seals on the neck and the wrists. And the guy that did the repairs for me has told me before that this dry suit has about reached the end of its lifespan. I don't believe that. I don't agree with that. It works top notch. But when I got it back this most recent time, I dove at West Bay back in November, and it leaked. Mm. I was so mad. I was so angry <laughs> because I just spent all this money to get it back again. <clears throat> right. And I found out it was my necklace in the rubber seal. No, I could have told you that. Well, I didn't know. I I never would have guessed. I thought I had it above the neck. Apparently, I didn't. It'll be fine. You know now. That's right. I know now. I now know. I was supposed to call you Don. Why? Because he holds on to some stuff for some years. He will not get... Hey, it still works. No, it don't. <laughs> it don't work anymore. They're, they call them dumpsters for a reason. Right. Some Sooner or later, you got to get rid of some stuff. Right. And get new. I'm bad about that, too. If I know something's even got the most tiniest amount of intrinsic value, I'll hang on to it. Yeah. Sometimes I will, too, depending on what it is. Right. Now, if it's a life-saving device... Maybe t- if it's a little dated. Like what? Dry suit. <laughs> That's life-saving because if cold water gets down in there and I'm di- I'm dead. Fair enough. Fair enough. You'll <laughs> wish you were. Yes. I remember that cold. I, mean, I remember jumping in the water in March, the first of March. Yeah. And it was like needles, a million needles sticking in me everywhere. Oh, give me a break. Oh. March is when it just gets over 70. I'll do that in T-shirt and shorts. No. I'm talking about the first of March when it just got done with winter and it's still cold. Yeah. Water's still cold. Okay, fair enough. You first jump in there, it's like needles all over your body. Still about 50, 60. Yes. Yeah. It's still cold. Yeah. And 
going down to the Comal River. You know, that water is probably 65. Oh, I love it there, though. It, once you get in, it's... I, I, I've been in there several times. Once yeah. you get in and get used to it's, it, it's it's fine. But it's that first ten hours that you're trying to get used to it. Yeah, shivering the whole time. <laughs> oh, good God! You lose three pounds of fat shivering in that river. Oh my goodness! And if you have to pee, forget about it. Forget you have to hit yourself in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 then again, you're out there with all them people, and you notice. Nobody ever gets out to pee. And they're drinking. Yeah, all day. Yeah, all day. And they're carrying on, but nobody has to pee. Do you have any idea how much jewelry is in that river? Oh, I have an idea. It is stupid. But you, if you get in that river with scuba gear on, they're very territorial down there. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. You will get chased off yeah. once or twice. Mm-hmm. It's unreal. How bad it is Yeah But I'm the same way On my lake Right When other people Come to me And they say I want to learn How to do search and recovery You know what I would be happy To have you along with me The one thing I ask Don't do it on my lake Right That's my house Mm -hmm. And the water Never warms up No it does not Not on the Kamala It doesn't No No it's steady temperature (laughs) Yeah It's spring But it's crystal clear Yes And beautiful (laughs) Absolutely gorgeous. I almost died on a rapid that wasn't no worse than what would when you turn the water spout on your bathtub and it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I I got stuck in my tube and it turned over and and this little girl was laughing. <laughs> She couldn't have been more than five years old. I would have been laughing too. <laughs> and I'm sitting here. Oh my goodness! It was it was crazy. Brian says you're at Kitty Park. It felt like it. <laughs> and then I stood up, and the water was like right here on my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and you almost died, huh? Oh, my face was all beat up and bloody. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, it was horrible. Not so good. The current, are you? That well, that one time I just went over this little. Just little deal like this. Just hit the right rock. Oh, yes. And it ruined your day. It rolled over, and then I couldn't get out, so I was stuck upside down, and my face, and it just kept going down. My face was bouncing off the rock. <laughs> and then it rolled back over, and then I stood up, and it was real slick because of the moss that was on the rock. So I slid and fell down again. My ice chest went on down the river. I was little lit. <laughs> you were drunk? And this little girl just was like, and laughing at me the whole time And I finally just had to go up and it was, I seen a big old tree branch hanging over I just went and sat on that day And I looked and There was blood coming out <laughs> I went and sat down and cried for a little bit Oh man, it was It. Yeah, He said so graceful There wasn't nothing graceful about that <laughs> Did it take a long time before you started drinking again After that experience? No No? <laughs> uh-uh. Even though you did hit rock bottom I did yeah. Several times. <laughs> over and over. Thud, thud, thud. It was crazy. Find it, find anything while you're down there? Uh-uh. Nope. Black eye? I found, my, <laughs> no, I found black eye, and I found out that my nose bleeds pretty easy when you're bouncing off a rock and, <laughs> and get a fat lip. And I still Mine probably lip. would, too. Still got my fat lip. Got a scar in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. I ain't been back since. 
We ought to take some dive gear down there. See what we can find. We'll find somebody with a gun. <laughs> no, I ain't anybody there. in there right now. <clears throat> oh, no, not right now. No. And also San Marcos River. Yeah. You uh, want to head and south? Guadalupe. You want to head south? I got to find time right now. I'm I'm booked up until the middle of March. Well, we can tell them to run a rerun next Thursday. I got to work. We'll be in San Marcos. I have Tell me Monday sick. through Friday. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sick. I can't come in today. You know what? They told me it was COVID. <laughs> told me it was COVID. Yeah. Automatic five days off. Yeah. No. I'm forced to quarantine five days. Mm-hmm. In the river. Doctor's orders. That's right. <laughs> in the river. Zero chance of transmission underwater. That's right. Not possible. But I can give it to myself. Right. Through the full face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not screwing this deal up. Hey, Brian, there are 10, 12, and 15-foot deep holes <laughs> on all three of those rivers, some even deeper. Yeah, no, even one in Glen Rose. Yeah. blue hole. Yep. 15-foot. There's probably a bunch of stuff down there, too. You know what there is in Glen Rose? What? My favorite thing in the world to dive. Old 1800s swimming holes at all the major river crossings. Oh, yeah. I like going down there and finding <laughs> keys and... Jewelry and money and belt loops, uh, belt buckles, and mm-hmm. just all kinds of cool little treasures. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to do. Hey, that's an idea. I like doing that, too. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Especially when you find one that has the uh, the cliff that they used to jump off of. Yeah. yeah. Find all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, or you find an old wooden sign that fell down in, mm-hmm. in the woods. Old bicycle frames. Yeah. That the trees grown around. Yep. All kinds of cool stuff down there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it's undisturbed. Mm -hmm. Nobody's ever gone looking for it. So it's, you know, it's a treasure field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of trash. You find a lot of old cans, old pool tabs. But, number one, you're cleaning the environment Mm -hmm. because you don't leave that trash down there if you can. And you get to keep all the stuff. Yeah. It would be virtually impossible unless it was like a class ring to return any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. You'll find wallets, just all kinds of interesting stuff. Yeah. It's like literally going down underwater and digging up history. Yeah. Go to Hell's Gate. (laughs) They have a net under Hell's Gate from what I've heard. A net? Yeah. It catches everything. Hmm. I don't know if there's any truth to it. I haven't been there. But it would make sense. Yeah. I don't know. I hadn't <clears throat> I hadn't heard any of that. I don't even remember where Hell's Gate is. Possum Which, Kingdom. Possum Kingdom, that's yep. right. <coughs> we just watched a movie about Hell's Gate. Pretty deep too. Yeah. <coughs> Hell's Gate on Possum Kingdom? <coughs> or just is it a movie called Hell's Gate? The Legend of Hell's Gate. Well, what's, what it's is it? It's about Possum Kingdom. Well, oh. they end up going to Possum Kingdom. Yeah. It's a story of Granberry. About back in the day when uh, a lot of <clears throat> outlaws and all that were coming through there. And these two, they weren't really outlaws. They were just passer, passers-by. And then they got caught in a S-storm. <laughs> With the outlaws, and it tells a lot of the history behind Granberry and the saloons and who was there. Like Jesse James and Frank James passed through there. Uh, 
Doc Holliday no kidding. passed through there. Yeah. I didn't know Doc Holliday passed to Granbury. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy named John St. Helens that on his deathbed, he got deathly ill. Good place for that to happen. And he came out with the truth that he was John Wilkes Booth, and they found the actual murder weapon to kill Lincoln in the floorboards at the hotel in Granbury. I bet you didn't know that, did you? you believe it? It's been proven that they did find the pistol there. How'd they prove it? With the pistol. What did it prove? How did they know that was the weapon that killed him? I don't know. (laughs) Just like the story of Billy the Kid. You know, there's not anything proving Billy the Kid was really shot in the back. And then... Except Pat Garrett's testimony. That's it. Which is pretty solid. He did it. Pretty vague. Is it? Yeah. Because, remember, in 1955, they had the guy in uh, Heiko, Texas, that told the whole story about being Billy the Kid. I just don't think that's possible. Went to New Mexico and asked for a pardon for everything he had done from the governor. And then he died two weeks later. I don't believe that was him. Brushy Bill Roberts. I don't believe it was him. I just don't. There's nothing. I mean, there's. They didn't get. They didn't have DNA back then, so right. there was no way anybody could have claimed it. Yeah, but it's the same with all these people that claim that they're so and so. You know, you don't know right. there was no DNA. So, just a lot of history, and then at the end, they ended up at Hell's Gate and Possum Kingdom and lived happily ever after. I see. So, and they stayed there because of the beauty of the lake. There's no telling what else <laughs> could be down there. The lake wasn't there yet. No, just the Brazos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a wide spot in the river, really. That's it. <clears throat> what I like about diving any of the lakes on the Brazos Basin, they're all clear. Mm-hmm. They all have good visibility. You've got easy 10 to 15 feet in Possible Kingdom mm-hmm. on a good day, and you've got – it's not great on Granberry, but there's still, you know, five to six – Mm-hmm. Which is better than what I normally see. Yeah. And then down on Whitney, it's a whole nother story. Right. It's beautiful in Whitney. Mm-hmm. Well, but also, Granberry's like like a pass-through lake. What do you mean? It's just another wide spot in the river. That's it. That's the way it looks to me. Mm-hmm. Just a smaller Boston kingdom. Just pa- passes through there. Yeah. And then goes down to Whitney. and <clears throat> So, just kind of a pass-through lake. Did you know... That at one time, when the Brazos jumped its banks after a flood, it was six miles wide. Hmm. That river was an absolute beast, a monster of flow. They absolutely had to tame that beast if the Texas lowlands were going to be ever going to be uh, farmed or civilized at all. Right. They absolutely had to turn that monster into a stream. Hmm. No, I did not know that. Yeah. <clears throat> Initially, the Brazos wasn't even the Brazos. The Brazos was the Colorado, mm-hmm. and the Colorado was the Brazos. Hmm. <clears throat> the names got switched later on in history. Right. Did not know that either. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Little piece of Texas history. And we're the you. only ones that call it Brazos. Everybody else is the Brazos. Brazos. Yeah. 
My dog's name is Brazos. <clears throat> right. And everyone calls him Brazos. Brazos. Drives me crazy. Yep. The moment, the first time that I told my brother Stefan that that bothered me, Brazos' name was Brazos from then on. <laughs> there are several hundred miles of the Brazos that is man-made. Uh, Maybe rerouted. I wouldn't say that they're necessarily man-made because, uh, well, I guess if you're talking about the shorelines around the lakes that were man-made, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. If you took the dams away, that would just be, you know, soggy delta land. That's it. But the river itself, uh, the longest river in Texas, makes its headwaters at the Blackwater Draw in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whole thing's natural, promise, except for the... Lakes and dams, otherwise. Right. Trinity also. Oh, yeah. Which, that's not one place as a diver you want to go. I've been asked, you know about Panther Island Pavilion Mm -hmm. in downtown. Yeah. You know, they have these uh, rock in the river parties down there. Mm -hmm. I've been asked to do recoveries, iPhone recoveries in that stretch right there. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. I got the right gear for it. But it's expensive. Oh, yeah. That's a nasty river. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Trinity the Poo Poo River. Yes. It is nasty, nasty. It sure is. E. coli levels spike every time it rains. Oh. Yeah. All right. We're out of here. We'll see you all next week, and we'll try to stay on topic. <laughs> we'll try. We almost did this time. <laughs> Have a wonderful night, y'all. See you next week. See you all next week. Bye. From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godley, this is the Blood voice well. of Johnson County, Joko Community Radio.